Welcome back. I'm Michelle Meyer Ship, CEO of Dress for Success Worldwide, the leading global nonprofit employment resource for women. Did you know that in addition to the core group of women we have continuously served, we are seeing an increasing number of refugees, transgender, and 60 years old plus women who require our services. This week, I am proud to introduce you to an amazing woman who immigrated from China as a young girl and could only dream of her current role as the Corporate Vice President of Operations Science and Advanced Technology at FedEx, Rebecca Young. She will be speaking to our Dress for Success Global Ambassador, Keisha Kent. They will share their thoughts and experiences around the topic of resilience and how this all-important trait has helped them in their personal and professional lives. The PowerShift podcast series is sponsored by our generous friends at Chart Industries, who are also participating in the Your Hour, Her Power campaign. Thank you so much for your support. Hi, Keisha. So nice to virtually meet you today. And uh, I read your bio. It's such an amazing story. Can you tell me a little bit how you define resilience? Thank you, Rebecca. And I appreciate that question. And every single time that I think of the word resilience, there's so much that comes to mind for me. And I think about me specifically as a teen mother, 19 years old, having my daughter, and then looking at the journey of where we have wound up today and how we continue to not let those odds define us but how we continue to keep going and keep growing and really learning so much along the journey. I've been able to stop first and really ask myself, what is the lesson that I'm supposed to get? And then it goes back to my grandma. I always go to my grandma when I think about resilience. She had 10 kids and out of her 10 children, my mom being one of those 10, watching their journey and how they've migrated to different parts of the world for really looking at how they would build their family and how they would grow. Her and my grandpa really made a decision that they wanted to take their family and take them to a place where they could really develop and grow. And they have been so instrumental, not only in my mom and her siblings' lives, but how it trickled down to her children. And it really taught me what resilience meant, looking at it from a standpoint of how do you be successful with what you have, but also how do you take what you've been given and say, no, that's not my story. No, that's not my journey. And then create a different trajectory for my family by saying no to the statistics and saying no to the odds and saying yes to what we wanted in life and really setting the tone so that not only I could grow, but then I can bring my girls along with me as they grow through all of those pieces too. It's such a huge word when I think of resilience and that's just a snippet. But tell me, what do you think of resilience when you think of the word? It's so much, right? Yeah, it's absolutely. To me, it's not one dimension because a common definition of resilience is you never give up when faced with adversity. I think everybody like a, thing that is true definition, which is really the case. Like if you look at me, I grew up from the 1970s. I was in China. We had very little. I grew up in a village without running water or electricity. 
no early education. And then eventually I found a pathway to school. I found a pathway to a prestigious college. I came here to the U.S. And today I'm the corporate VP in charge of the most advanced technology. So coming from a background without any running water or electricity, which means no technology to today, I am the head of FedEx running the advanced technology. It's an amazing journey. So resilience is key. But if I break it down for other people, like how to get there, I think resilience comes with positive mindset. You have to believe that you can't overcome. It comes with a kind of attitude, what I consider fail up. Every time you got stuck, you want to unstuck yourself and come out to be better. Lastly, I also feel like it's about the courage to ask for help. Like I read your story, you were introduced to Just for Success, which changed the course of your life. And when I first read Just for Success mission, I just felt this is so wonderful. Isn't it? Yeah, as a mechanism to actually help people, right? It also takes people like you to have the courage and also the confidence. It's okay to ask for help. That itself is resilience. And to me, the ability to ask for help is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. And you certainly demonstrated that. Absolutely. You said so much. Every single piece, the fail up, the asking for help, that has been absolutely the journey when I think of individuals that have been in that space that exemplify resilience. That's kind of the common theme. They made a decision to say yes, in spite of the odds, in spite of poverty, in spite of gender, in spite of anything. And Dress for Success has come along this journey with us as a mechanism, as a tool to say, if this is what you're wanting to do, we're going to come alongside you and we're going to provide you those supports, connect you with the right resources. And you just keep saying yes, and we'll figure out the rest. That has really been the journey with Dress for Success and looking for what it is that you want. But even thinking about going further to say, once I get this, what will I do with this? How will this change my family? How will my children and their children and their children still benefit from my yes and my journey in 2023? That's so amazing. Yeah, you are amazing. When I see how the journey you chartered, as a teen mom to today, you're successful, like a businesswoman, right? You inspire others. So that's like incredible. You talk about your grandparents as an inspiration. I will share with you, like in my life, my mom clearly played a huge role in for me to like have the resilience. So as I mentioned, I was a child, like grew up in the countryside without running water and electricity. So age seven, they moved me to Shanghai. I all of a sudden threw into an environment totally different. So I was considered the most stupid kid like in the classroom because I didn't have early education. I was considered inferior as a countryside girl to the city kids. And I had a miserable life. And I, at the same time, I also experienced dyslexia. Like I couldn't really have good scores. And combined with everything, I felt really let down. And dejected, but uh, I learned my first lesson at the age of 10 when my mom literally just sat me down and she gave me two choices. The first is 
either you take the fate and just be considered, be miserable, just be such a failure. Or if you didn't like this outcome, fight, fight back with all your might and you will get a better outcome. So guess what? I choose to fight. Come on, mama. Your mama is the bomb.com. That's exactly what we need in the message that we need to make sure that we're giving to individuals, to these women that will hear the podcast, to people that will hear us, all the young girls that will hear the stories. You get to decide. You get two choices, whether you're going to bite that bait and you're going to follow that fate or you're going to say, I'm creating a new path and I know that there's more for me. Rebecca, that really resonates with me so much. And as I think about all of those pieces, tell me this, how has your resilience been defined as your life and your career has evolved, how's it really been defined? Tell us a little bit about that. I really want to know more. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would think the resilience is a common thread. Like kind of carried me from like a student came to the U.S. with two pieces of luggage, $100 to funding a company. I came here in my mid-20s. My family was still poor. So we had all the money, had a one-way ticket. So there was no option to fail. If I didn't make it, we didn't have enough money to fly me back, right? But it was a lot of optimism, believe that I can do it. So that was the early stage. Then I found FedEx, which is a very nurturing environment for me to actually grow my career. But it wasn't like my career was like super successful at the beginning. There was also a personal reason. I wanted to be the best mom I can. So when I first got married, I prioritized family over career. I'm here at FedEx 24 years now. So my first 11 years, first half, I was an individual contributor. And I had a, two kids. I was literally just prioritizing family. But at the same time, I'm learning. And so, and then since 2010, my career went from an individual contributor to manager, to a director, to a VP, to a senior officer. After 11 years? After 11 years. So the next yeah. 11 years, I went from an IC all the way to the senior most executive at FedEx. Today, I'm the strategic management committee member. I'm one of the 14 top senior leaders in the business setting strategic directions. Such an honor. So when going back to the resilience, it is at a common thread and knowing that no matter how old are you, like you are thinking I did not have my first manager position until I was almost age 40, which you would think it's really late, right? But it didn't stop me yeah. because I have a dream. I have a goal. Once my goal's in a good spot and with the support of my husband, I started to focus a lot on career. I had a, quite a ride with a lot of help with the opportunities companies provide. But I want the audience to know, no matter what stage you are in your life, it's never too late to set a goal, to go with it, to achieve that. That is resilience. That's powerful. What I learned in my life is you can still be successful in your career at the age of 40 and reach a senior officer level job, right? So I'm going to turn it to you, Keisha. What's your learning? Like you have such an incredible journey. What is your learning? 
Oh my goodness. The one thing that I've learned on this journey is be okay in the now. And what that means to me is there was a point in my life where I thought that I need to have all the answers. I needed to know every bit of this. I need to know the piece of this. I need to know who, how, but I've learned that none of those things are the thing. The thing is understanding my gifts, what I bring to the table, confidence in my gifts, and then being able to say yes to what it is that I'm interested in, but also at the same time, really tapping inward to my gifts and not so much outward facing, but really tap into what my gifts were. Because as I tapped into my gifts, that's how I got to the things that I wanted to do. The spaces that I wanted to show up in and dress for success came along at the opportune time for me as I was thinking about becoming a public speaker. I wanted to do all these things and all of these resources kind of just fell in my lap again because I said yes, but also because I stopped feeling like I needed all the details. And so often us thinking that we need all the details cripple us to a point where we're moving so slow. We're not doing it. We're afraid to step out. But as we make a decision to step out and say yes, enjoy, Rebecca, what it's done for me is it's really giving me all the things that I need, knowing that one foot before the other. I don't need to know what's happening six, eight, 12 months down, but one foot before the other one and making sure that I sharpen my gifts. Because here's also the other thing. You need to be ready when those opportunities show up. If you're not sharpening your gifts, if you're not sharpening your craft, if you're not building yourself up professionally, if you're not showing up, if you're not critiquing yourself, the world will do it for you in a way where they will knock you down and it will be hard to get up. That has been the saving grace for me is understanding the gifts and really being in a space where I like to say, okay, this is perfect. And if I'm here today, I'm supposed to be here. What am I supposed to get out of this opportunity? What am I supposed to give? We show up in all these spaces and oftentimes people are looking for what they can get. But when we think about what it is that we can do to add value, how can we give, that's an even better opportunity. And that's that give and take, give and take that life will throw you and you constantly get to evolve and pivot all the time. Pivot as needed. (laughs) Yeah, that's just amazing, Keisha. I mean, what a lesson to like really understand your strengths, have the confidence to go what you have. And also to live the moment. I learned something new. Like it's <laughs> profound. It's no wonder like you take yourself from what, where you started to where you are now. What is your proudest moment? Oh my goodness. My proudest moment to date has been being able to turn my story as being a 19-year-old mom, single mom, to here I am today in my mid-40s. I'm excited to say those babies that I birthed, that first girl, she's a college graduate. She's an occupational therapy assistant working in pediatrics. She's absolutely amazing. My middle girl is studying for STEM technologies at one of the top schools here in the Missouri area. And then my baby girl is amazing and doing so amazing in her space, understanding all those things with technologies. She's interested in cybersecurity and bioengineering, all these tech things that I had no idea 
at that age of what I thought about or what I wanted to do. I've been able to create this space around them where they can dream big. That is my most proudest moment every day. And they make my heart so super happy every day for them to be able to see me on this journey and say, mom, I was there when you got your bachelor's degree. Mom, I was there when you got your master's degree. Mom, I was there when you didn't give up. They've been my little soldiers along this journey. And they're some of the proudest things that I've been able to do is watch them develop and watch how God has gifted me to bring them into alignment with everything that they're supposed to be doing. That is my proudest moment, my girls. What about you, Rebecca? Yeah, same. I think in our life, I mean, I look at my background of humble beginning, abject poverty, and had nothing to where I am today. I am actually proud of my journey. I'm proud of my family. I have a wonderful husband, two very accomplished girls. I'm also like really grateful for all the help I have along the way. So coming back to Dress for Success, I mean, I'm deeply like honored to be the like international honoree for the Women's History Month that we can use our voice to help others. Like your, our, her power campaign is powerful. Yes. I mean, I encourage all the listeners to donate like one hour of the salary to help a woman in the program, just like you, Tisha, had the help to kind of like come out of the unemployed or underemployed environment and be hugely successful. And I get to help now. I get to donate. I get to give to the cause that I know works. And that is exactly why I tell people, give, give, give of your time. Because when you think about the time and all the pieces that come into that, you get to help a woman along the journey. You get to bring a family along. You get to change the trajectory of that woman's entire scope of her family by saying yes. Absolutely. And that's what I also feel a different dimension of resilience is we can help each other. Your our her power is a powerful campaign that we help each other build resilience. So when we talk about internally we have resilience, but at the same time when we help each other, collectively we multiply the resilience. We have a bigger factor. So those were all like amazing journeys we can collectively have. Absolutely. This has been amazing. You get to support your hour, her power. Say yes, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been an amazing conversation and I would love, love, love to continue our conversation. This has been great. Thank you so much for today. Yeah. Thank you also, Keisha. Great to talk to to you. You too. Your story is absolutely amazing. Thank you. And the same here. I'm equally like really, really (laughs) impressed by what you have accomplished. Thank you so much. Wow. That was a fantastic conversation. Thank you, Rebecca and Keisha. They are such extraordinary examples of resilient women who have overcome great challenges and serve as role models to so many. Our five-part series entitled Power Shift has explored the qualities that people rely on to help them triumph over the greatest challenges in the most challenging of times. Agency, power, resilience, courage, and community. To learn more about our global campaign running this month, please visit yourhourherpower.org. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Power Shift podcast series. We hope you will continue to follow us at Dress for Success on all social platforms and support our mission to help women thrive and achieve economic independence. It has been my pleasure to serve as your host. Again, I'm Michelle Meyer Ship, CEO of Dress for Success Worldwide. Thank you.